Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. If you've taken the leap into entrepreneurship or you're planning to do so, you should already know how important it is to plan for the transition, including financial planning. However, too many business owners overlook the most valuable asset they need to protect. On this edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, I explain what that is and the steps you need to take to protect the health of your finances, your business, and most importantly, yourself. I'll be speaking with one of our favorite wealthy thinkers, Tara Jackson, also known as Madam Money. Jackson, author of the book Financial Fornication, Avoiding Financial and Credit Disease, will talk about the new income creation trend she calls dualpreneurship and why you may soon be pursuing it if you're not already. But first, it started with just an idea. With time, effort, and planning, you turned it into a viable venture. Now your startup business is proving itself in the marketplace, attracting customers and generating real sales. What are you doing to protect your startup's most valuable asset? What is it, you ask? Look in the mirror. Anybody who knows anything about me knows that I take health, fitness, and nutrition very seriously. As I'm fond of saying, I work out because I'm a professional athlete in the game of life and I play to win. For me, it's not about vanity or the numbers on the scale, but about my ability to perform, compete, and bring lasting value to the people and things I care about, including my business, financial, and professional pursuits. The things I enjoy, the goals I want to accomplish, and my ability to bring my very best to my commitments and relationships depend on my treating life, health, and strength as the valuable assets they are. Similarly, as the founder, CEO, and visionary of your new startup, your company is dependent on you. So it follows that you have a responsibility to your employees, your investors, your customers, and vendors, and most of all to yourself, to protect that asset. This means the following. First, you must take your health seriously. Schedule your annual physical now if it's been more than a year since your last one. Do what your doctor says is necessary to maintain optimum health and to support your demanding entrepreneurial lifestyle. Don't have a personal physician? Now's the time to get one. Get and stay fit. Dealing with the demands and stress of being an entrepreneur requires endurance, strength, and energy. That means committing to a healthy diet and making exercise a non-negotiable. Schedule at least three workouts a week on your calendar just as you would any business meeting and keep those appointments. No excuses. Get professional help in the form of a personal trainer and or a nutritionist if necessary. Think of these not as expenses, but as investments. Get serious about making necessary changes in your habits and lifestyle. Stop smoking. Keep alcohol consumption to a minimum if you drink at all. Cut out processed foods, unhealthy fats, and excess sugars. Add more lean meats, fruits, vegetables, and plenty of water. Does it cost more to eat healthier? Maybe. Are you worth it? Absolutely. 
and you'll be worth even more as the size and value of your company grows. Get adequate sleep. Now, there'll be times when you have to pull double and triple shifts to get the job done, but those should be kept to a minimum. Establishing a six to eight hour minimum sleep rule, going to bed and waking up at the same time every day is critical for maintaining physical health and mental focus. Okay, admittedly, I'm still working on this one. But look for opportunities to supplement your sleep diet with some power naps along the way. Come up with a plan for managing stress. Pressure, tension, and conflict can't always be avoided, especially in business. But they can be managed. Explore methods such as meditation, prayer, deep breathing, or just daily quiet time to keep stress from getting out of hand and impacting your health, which includes your mental and emotional wellness. Need professional help from a counselor or therapist? Yeah, you do. Make sure you get it. Take time for you and you alone. An hour a day. One day a week. A weekend every month. And at least one real vacation, not a working vacation, every year. It won't be easy, but it won't happen if you don't make it a priority. Whenever you're tempted to neglect yourself for the sake of your business, ask yourself, what would happen to my company and my finances if I became ill or died or even just functioned at less than my best? Taking care of business must include taking care of you. Entrepreneurship can be a grind and it's not for the malnourished or unfit. You owe it to your business to be at your very best at all times. Here's what I know. There are few things sadder than a talented entrepreneur with a brilliant idea suddenly dying or falling prey to a debilitating health condition before he or she can reach the peak of his or her powers and realize the full potential of the business. You know that saying, health is wealth? It's true. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Welcome back to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And now let's hear from today's guest, Tara Jackson also known as Madam Money. Jackson, author of the book Financial Fornication, Avoid Financial and Credit Disease, is one of our favorite wealthy thinkers and guest experts. I spoke with her about the new income creation trend she calls dualpreneurship. She explains what it is, why it's important, and why you may be pursuing it yourself if you aren't doing so already. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me back. This is great. So, listen, we've been friends, colleagues, fellow laborers in the financial education space, but I'm really excited about um, this new 
a kind of initiative and campaign you've been doing to recognize a trend that's probably been happening for a while, but I think people have been kind of not necessarily making the most of the trend or even embracing the trend the way I would think economic reality dictates. And that's what you're calling dualpreneurship. Tell our listeners, one, what dualpreneurship is and why it's important. I founded Dualpreneur because I had to go back to work after being a full-time entrepreneur. I had to go back to work, one, because I had medical issues and I needed benefits. And then, two, I kind of got into the entrepreneurship the wrong way. I didn't kind of plan, prepare, position, and praise. I say I didn't pee right. So when I went back into the workforce, you know, I kind of felt some kind of way. I was, you know, full-time entrepreneurs were demonizing people that worked for the man, they were saying, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to jump all in. And, you know, it just wasn't my situation. You know, I didn't have a husband that can take care of the bills while I succeed or fail as an entrepreneur. I had a son that had medical needs that I had to take care of, and I had medical needs that I had to take care of. And so it only made sense. Now, when I went back into the workforce, it didn't mean that I stopped being an entrepreneur. I still still had my speaking engagements. I still had my coaching business. And so I decided that it's not a bad thing to be an entrepreneur with a full-time job. It's actually kind of smart if you look at it. When you look at an airplane, it has multi-engines. It has at least four engines, a passenger plane. It has four engines for two reasons. One, for a fail-safe, if one of those engines fail, and then two, for power, for thrust, to make it go faster. And so I thought of my entrepreneurial businesses as well as my employer, who is my corporate sponsor or my first business investor as an opportunity to be my sales safe and give me the thrust that I needed to reinvest into my business as well as rebuild my savings, pay off debt. It just gave me extra leverage. And so the whole concept of dualpreneur is not either or. You're not an entrepreneur or an employee. It's about and. We can do both. See, I love this, and I'll tell you, there's a couple of reasons why. So I've always advised and approached my career for the, even since I've been out of college, and that's been a minute. And I've always told people that I was, I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset. My employer mm-hmm. is just my biggest client, um, but right. I always work for me. And so a lot, in a lot of ways, it's like the world's finally catching up to my what was considered an unorthodox way of thinking about the way I pursued my career. If you're a mm-hmm. professional, a real professional, you're an entrepreneur. And even in corporate America, those that make it the furthest in the corporation, especially at the higher levels, do so because of entrepreneurial thinking, even if they're not traditional mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. Um, but Absolutely. the other thing is that I am a dualpreneur, um, and, and again, until, until you started really talking about it. And I do want our listeners to know there's a great website, dualpreneur.com, that Tara has created and launched that really is a, a great resource. Um, and so we'll make sure you know about that. But as you know, I have a full-time career at Black Enterprise. I've been there now my 31st year. My wife and I have a company called Grown's on Relationship Education. I make money public speaking. And I do a variety of things. And I'm really, and I'm also about to do some more things in the health and fitness space because you know my passion for health and natural bodybuilding and fitness. You know, on the one hand, all the, the books and speakers that talk about wealth creation talk about having multiple streams of income, and that includes Warren Buffett. Yet, mm-hmm. this idea that you have to choose between being a full-time careerist or employee or be a full-time entrepreneur continues to persist. Why do you think that there has been some kind of almost a stigma attached to either doing one or the other? 
or trying well, to do both? Most people that decide to leave their job and be an entrepreneur, it's, it's one of the reasons is because they hate their job or they don't like their job or they don't like being held to time um, or being, you know, their time being dictated or whatever. So for a long time, I equated working for someone else like slavery. I would say that, right? And right. when you become an entrepreneur, you kind of get free, right? So now, now you're free. But freedom, there's a cost to freedom. And so when I realized that it's not a slave mentality, it's not a slave to work for a job if it's something that I like to do. It's not right. a slave to work at a job that I think of as my client, right? My current place of employment where I work, I put them on an annual contract. I evaluate them on an annual basis. So when it comes time for my annual review, I'm checking to see are they still meeting my needs, is it still a place I'd like to work, and if it's not, then I start looking for new opportunities and a new client, if you will. And so when you take control of your perception of your employer, my employer is my corporate sponsor. It pays my bills so I can do other things, reinvest in my business. It is my first business investor. It gives me the extra money to be able to purchase things that I need to purchase to form my business. So when we change the mentality from a slave mentality, and, of course, everybody wants to get away from slavery, but I look at it as a contractual agreement that I entered into willfully, and I can leave willfully. But as long as it's paying my bills and doing what I need it to do, I'm going to keep it around. And when it stops, I can make the decision to find another one or to do other options. So once we take control over the perception, and if we have an entrepreneurial mindset, we can shift that from a stigma to a safe way to go to build financial security. I like what you say about that because the flip side is also true. Melinda Emerson, another wealthy thinker who is a regular guest on the podcast, just released the, uh, the book on Fix Your Business. Mm-hmm. And it's for those entrepreneurs that they thought they were slaves to their job, but now they're slaves to businesses that they haven't really thought out. They don't have freedom as entrepreneurs because they can't take their hands off the wheel without the business collapsing or slowing up and not providing the revenue necessary to meet their household benefits or whatever. And the other mm-hmm. thing is you got to cover benefits. I tell people when you change jobs, part of the financial demand is to replace your salary, but it's also mm-hmm. replace these other things, including health coverage and retirement savings that come yep. with a traditional job. So when you have both, your analogy of the twin engines or the multiple engines on the plane, it makes sure that all those needs, both current and future needs, are served. You can get more insights and resources on dualpreneurship, as well as other business and financial topics from Tara Jackson at madammoney.com. If you have questions you'd like Alfred to address, send an email to alfrededmondjr at gmail.com and he'll answer them on future editions of this podcast. That's alfrededmondjr at gmail.com or you can follow and direct message him on Instagram and Twitter at alfrededmondjr. Be sure to get Alfred's latest free ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed. How decisions in pursuit of sex, love, and relationships impact your career, business, and financial success. You'll find it at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. 
Thank you for listening. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.